where can you find that secure, emotionally mature, insightful guy? Therapy, or in my office. <laughs> That's so, it's so interesting um, how much we are now talking about modern masculinity, but this video is actually for you guys, okay? So the reality is, is that so many men don't actually go to therapy. Two thirds of therapists um, who do just therapy are women. But then on top of it, um, the reality is, is that most of our clients, and you can look at most therapy sites, most of them are soft colors, pink. Most of them focus on getting the woman in. And the reality is, is that women are generally bigger users of the healthcare system. Once we hit puberty, we have to go to gynecologists, get regular pap smears. So when we think about mental health, generally men are presenting. But a lot of my work focuses on sex and relationships. And today I was talking with my brand lady, um, Rachel, who's awesome. And I just, I, I made a quick mention because so much of my branding has been really focusing on women and things like that. And then I was like, actually, you know, half of my practice actually is men and either couples or, um, or the men coming in on their own. And what are these men? They are all distressed for sure, but they're fairly insightful. And the reality is, is that also another common thing that I see is, is that men don't feel, oftentimes the men who do come with me on their own, don't often tell their spouses that they're coming. Um, particularly in my research, when I was, I developed a sexual health intervention for cancer survivors and their partners. And I had this one partner and he was, um, the partner of a breast cancer patient. And he was like in his 60s. They'd been together for over 35, 40 years. And he hadn't been intimate and even more than kissing with his partner for over 12 years, particularly since she had breast cancer. And the one thing that she talked about, he talked about with me on the phone and even gave me feedback was how he'd actually hadn't told her. And so one of the things, and I remember thinking, you know what, that's actually pretty common. Oftentimes what we know, um, it, when we look in the cancer context, the reality is, is that partners, particularly the men, often experience just as much, if not more, distress than the cancer patient themselves. And most people, when I say that, are like, what the fuck, no way. And, and particularly some women are like, oh, whatever, they don't have cancer. And those are all the social norms that have been inhibiting modern masculinity. You know, these assumptions that the reality is, is that, oh, the men actually, in those cases, are experiencing more distress because they are generally having to work, generally the primary caretaker of their partner with cancer, who's the woman. And again, I'm talking about heterosexual couples. Um, and they're also maybe taking care of the kids, dealing with their doctor's appointments. And if they're really the supportive partners, they're going to all of those too. 
Except, who asks them, how are you doing? The reality is, is, is that particularly around mental health and particularly around sex, there's been so much focus on physical. Like when it comes to sex, let's just be honest. Viagra really, most, most of the ads around that are focusing on potency in men, having a really strong firm erection, maintaining that. But what you don't see a lot is, is actually, well, what's underlying that? One of the things we know when it comes to erectile dysfunction is, is that there's something is underlying it. There is something that is happening because again, what is our biggest sexual muscle? It's our brain. As, I don't care where you're from, how big your penis is. As big as you think it is, your brain is calling the shots. So the reality is, is what you see is, is in individuals who do not have a physical like cardiac disease or some circulatory disease or hormonal issues, oftentimes a lot of Viagra Cialis actually doesn't work if there is distress in that. What you also see is, is, is that oftentimes men, when they are trying to make sexual changes, is, is, is that if their partner isn't on board, again, most of this research has been done in heterosexual couples, but if their partner isn't on board and supportive and they can't talk to them about this and work them through, work through this, we don't actually see them being able to progress as, as effectively. So looking at changes and changes in outcome, but definitely maintaining it. Because again, it's just think about, think about addiction and rehab, you know, again, about only about 20, 25% of people maintain that across every single behavior because we actually need to have some support. If our environment, the realities of life come in. So even if you're protected in the hospital or in rehab or in our therapy room, if you don't have that support in your relationship, it's going to be really hard to make that long-term change. So today, really what I want to talk about is how much so many women will come to my office and complain about men and, um, and you see it like everything. And I get it. Trust me, do not get it twisted. I very much one, I've done it myself, but also really there's so much emotional space for women, but there isn't for men. Men aren't well, particularly now, right now, there's so much focus on attachment. But the reality is, is that even when there's nurturing, even in those secure attachments, the realities of the social norms, and again, we're in a progressive country here in America, but internationally, of men having to be stoic, having to be strong, not emote, that's been the reality forever. And the other side of that is, is that it really has only been in the last few decades that women have had a voice, but women have always been having to assert 
themselves, always been trying to take care of themselves, assert power throughout history. Men only recently had any kind of competition from women. And let's just keep it real. Like, I think Kavanaugh and the Me Too movement really speaks to how where we actually are in that equality. So I say this also with the appreciation that, guys, you haven't needed to. And the reality is if our body doesn't think we need to actually do anything, we're not going to. And on top of that, if you are taught of how you would need to experience emotions and stay stoic, don't show, don't cry, don't seem sad, always be strong, just work through things, then you're not, you don't have the space. So when it comes to relationships and sex, unfortunately, men have not had that space to actually talk about their feelings, to actually explore them. Because this is just keep it real. Women have their girlfriends, they have their sisters. Men have their partners. And again, I'm really am focusing on heterosexual partners right now. So the reality is, is though, in that relationship, again, there's gender roles. There's men have to be, partners have to be this certain way. So even within those relationships, they still, that's still not safe for them to emote however they want to. Because the amount of perceived weakness, not just from their partner, but mostly from themselves, man, that's been ingrained since birth. You know, men, even in hospitals, and now hospitals have gotten better, but boys wear blue, girls wear pink. You know, there's the roles get defined really early on. And again, thinking about how we actually learn and evolve, but more importantly, how we connect with our bodies. So much of connecting with our bodies is embracing all of ourselves, embracing the emotional ups and downs, the strengths and the weaknesses, the, the daring and the fear. Yet, unfortunately for men, they don't get to do this. And then we wonder, you may be wondering, why can't I just keep it up? Why can't I perform better? So on top of it, there's this pressure. Be a stud, be a stud, be a stud. Doesn't matter what's going on in your life, be a stud. So the reality is, is that I, one, think we need to change the dialogue and create more space for men to talk about this. The reality is, is that when I talk to men, um, one, I'm, I'm kind of a guy, particularly when it comes to sex. I don't, if I perceive sex as casual, I don't need the cuddles. I'm cool. I'm like, that was fun. Later. You know, and it's interesting. I actually generally talk about sex more graphically, more openly than 99% of the men. I mean, I'm a sailor, so like I'm surrounded by guys all the time. I've always had lots of good guy friends and I've always talked about sex more than them. <laughs> and the reality is though, so what I think happens is, is that when men come in and speak with me, one, they feel normalized because one, they feel like, oh, okay, Here's, you are a woman, so I can talk to you. That makes that role okay. But then at the same token, mm -hmm. a lot of your masculinity 
a lot of your traits I actually can relate to, you know? And again, that's not, I'm not, by no means I'm saying, oh, every guy just really is um, one and done, you know? <laughs> like, so, um, but there is something that I realize in doing a lot of this work in which men don't actually oftentimes have a space where they can be curious, where their pain and struggles are normalized. And then when we talk about sex, actually giving them concrete strategies of how to connect with your body, how to heighten your sensation, how to maintain your erection, those strategies. Again, outside of just taking a pill, exploring that, again, keeping in mind, most sex therapists are also women. Holy cow, that feels vulnerable. And what will my partner think? They'll think I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to this therapist. I mean, all of those things happen. And all of those are barriers. So I say this first and foremost to remind you that one, if you are a dude and you are experiencing this, like, no, you are absolutely not alone and that history and evolution has actually supported that. But that on top of it, you are entitled. You are entitled to your emotions and that in part of being human, you're gonna have a whole array of those too. And your body is going to adjust to whatever trauma, criticism, beratement, just like a woman. And unfortunately, men have just not had much space to explore it, particularly when we talk about relationships. So I'm gonna talk more about this in future episodes and videos, but I'm definitely keen to hear what you guys think about this. And I really just wanna open a space up. Open a space up for us to begin to actually talk about this. And for guys, for you to just say, tell it like it is and talk about how you feel and actually connect your brain, your heart, and your genitals. Because quite honestly, it is pretty common that only one of them is doing the talking. But if you have any kind of sexual concerns, unfortunately, it's generally this muscle, not that muscle. So let's open a space up. Let's start the conversation. And let's actually literally experience what modern masculinity is by actually experiencing all of yourselves and beginning by just exploring, being curious. Again, so if you're watching this one, I'm not saying every, every man start going to therapy because that may not be your pathway. But start, there's tons of, actually there's not, start reading the girls' books. <laughs> start reading the books that do seem like they are made for women because the same shit there absolutely applies to you particularly when we are talking about physiological reactions. And keep in mind, regardless of gender, 
It is our physiology. It is the connection between our brain, our nervous system that actually is trying to protect us. And our nervous system doesn't necessarily connect gender or those norms. It perceives safety and danger. And so if there is any blockage in what you're thinking, if you're at all feeling anxious or worried about how you're sexually performing, that's where we get begin to the playing field is the same. Okay, so start looking, start looking maybe there. Tell me what you'd like me to talk about. Talk to, talk to people you feel comfortable with. Begin to get comfortable in that space of curiosity. Get comfortable figuring out your own vernacular for expressing and asserting your emotions, feeling whatever the hell it is you feel and connecting that with your body. Focus there, focus less on and think about your whole body okay all right guys that's it for now but again shoot me any questions comments feedback um and i hope that this just one opens the space feel, feel free to follow me on instagram subscribe to my youtube channel down here and um you can check me out at www.drcatalinalawson.com Cheers.